0: Hey Alex. Hi Steve. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Well, I'm trying to learn a lesson from you when just having an aura of
1: overconfidence this year. It really worked out well for you last Mm -hmm. year. That's what it's supposed to be. How's it feeling right now?
2: Oh, good. Good. A lot better like, you know, when it happened, but like, especially now after week one is done, not as good, but still great. I still have the trophy. It's nice. All right. Well,
1: we we don't want to do too many spoilers yet, but uh, spoilers. Yeah, you because know, we don't know what's coming for the rest of the podcast. Oh, right. There's a system to the madness. Sure. The millions and millions of people that listen to us, they don't want us going off script. we got a formula that works.
2: Yeah, you're right. right. I have gotten emails from
1: them. and They say, stick to what works. Do you want to play with our friends? Mm, which ones? Derek and Lucas? Oh, yeah, they're cool. Who would you have said no to? Norgo. Fair <laughs> enough. Hey, guys, how you doing today? Hey, guys, doing great.
0: Happy to Steve. be here,
3: Steve. I'm wondering how long it took you before you talked to your brother again after the end of last season. Huh or is I that mean, a spoiler I'm just too out,
2: you know <laughs> I just kind of like let the phone sit on the counter and whenever it rings, that's when it's just kinda of, he's ready. So like Memorial Day,
1: yeah, it about was when I was ready to love again, yeah. Me, I was like the day after when I <laughs> lose to
2: Steve, but I just
1: I'm used to it. All right. Well, we are a little punched for time tonight, so we're going to get right to it. We're going to start with our 10 for 10. So we, we hinted at it a little bit, but everybody, not counting the expansion teams, Alex is the final original team to win a championship.
3: Yeah. So, so are we done with the league now? We, we've we gotten everybody once. What does that mean? I'm the final champion. Yeah. Uh,
4: I still need to get mine now. I know I'm a newer <laughs> member, but uh, I'm still looking for number one. Well,
1: non-franchise team. So, uh, or, uh yeah, so you guys, uh there's a bold prediction about that coming later today. Mm-hmm. But, no, congratulations, Alex. That was a great team you had last year. Thanks. And to be able to hold on to Justin Jefferson going into this year? Thanks. That's a great starting spot. Yeah, he was my one starting spot. Well, J. Dot Allen. No, I mean this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness I was able
3: to keep him.
4: I can just see the pain in Steve's voice as he relives uh, this uh, whole experience.
3: Oh, we will be bringing it up throughout the show. Don't worry.
1: (laughs) You know, if you're going to lose, like, that was the way to lose it. Like, I just, uh, I got my boat, I got the wheels blown off pretty quickly in that game. So it wasn't like there was hope. Oh, no, it was early Sunday. And I was like, I think I won. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Speaking of winning and not winning, number two, let's talk modern-day football. What is your opinion of what happened last night with the Broncos game, the time management, and the decision to kick a field goal of 64 yards instead of letting your $250 million
3: quarterback take it on fourth and five? Gee, Steve, what's your thoughts on the issue? (laughs) I wasn't invested fantasy perspective-wise, so I just thought it was a dumb choice. So, speaking from the other side of the coin, because I know pretty much everybody's going to be on your side, um, as the owner of Brandon McManus (laughs) and being down by three points, uh, in my matchup, uh, I was actually quite pleased to see that at least he had a chance to win it for me rather than them going for it on fourth and five and him not even having a chance to, to kick the ball if, if they miss. So, uh, that aside, uh, in real life, it was the stupidest ass decision that anyone could make. <laughs> and uh to his credit, the coach actually came out today and said as much. Uh he, really? he went he went back on it and said, Nope, that was a mistake. I shouldn't have let the clock go down. I should not have gone for the field goal. Uh we we should have gone for it on fourth down. So that that came out this evening.
4: I wonder if he had a little talk with the GM or the owner. Maybe that's what <laughs> led to him uh, taking that back. No, well, yes, just, I, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, just statistically speaking, going for a 64-yarder seems to make no sense. But then you also have Russell Wilson, who I would I would say is probably right up there for leading the most game-winning drives for quarterbacks. I mean, countless times he led Seattle to a game-winning drive. And then you, you would have an opportunity to give him a chance to stick it to the team who, the crowd who is booing him in Seattle. So to not even give him that opportunity, yeah, I thought it was a, a
0: big failure. Why did they boo him? I didn't like that. I, I didn't like the booing. I mean, the guy won them a Super Bowl, but
4: I know fans are, they just live in the moment. So. Okay. Was he's, a Brock, say, he's a Bronco. Every time they see
2: Stafford, they're like, I love him. He was in a Little Caesars commercial. I was like, well,
3: now i got to buy pizza. Did, <laughs> quick, aside, yeah. quick aside, does anybody watch the Peyton Eli uh, version of Monday Night Football?
4: I did last year, and I liked it. I didn't check it out last night, though.
3: I, I forgot they were on last night, but I saw a clip from it last night, and they were talking about the booing, and it was hilarious. I, it reminds me of a banter of a, another brother pairing that, that kind of runs a football show that that I know of. But, uh, they were talking about that and, and Shannon Sharp was on and he was talking about he, how he got booed when he came back and, and all this stuff. And then he turns to Peyton. He's like, so, so what about you? You know, how did Indianapolis treat you? And Eli, without missing a beat, jumps right in and he says, Oh no, he got cut. That was different. <laughs> so leave it, leave it to his brother to remind the world that Peyton got cut from his team. Uh, he wasn't traded or or released. That's right. I
1: had forgotten that he was cut. Uh, Before I move on, I just want to say, Lucas, if you'd had Young Wai Koo, you would have won last week. (laughs) I think you could say
3: that for a lot of people, Steve. He had a pretty good game. (laughs) Yes, he did. See, what what
2: did I tell you on draft day when you said he wasn't that great last year? I said, you always believe in your boy.
1: That's why. Well, you was using all my believing on you. I didn't have any left. Oh, okay. Fair enough. All right, three, I want to talk about the Dak Prescott injury from two different angles, So, for, and take them in either order. One, Jason is the uh, Dak Prescott manager. So if you are Jason, are you taking your chances with whoever, Kirk Cousins, or are you looking to make a move? And also, what does this do for the other Dallas skill players from a fantasy perspective?
0: I think Kirk Cousins had a great game last week. So I think I would stick with Kirk Cousins, especially because I don't think there's a lot of
2: people on the quarterback agency right now. And how is it going to affect the Dallas Cowboys area? Who's their backup? Cooper Rush. It's not going to go well. There you go.
4: Exactly. Who is their backup? I think that, uh, that says it all right there.
2: <laughs> yeah, because, like, once you said that, I was still like, who is that? So probably not going to go good. You know a lot about Cooper Rush?
3: He plays for but- the Dallas Cowboys. he has a cool name it's true but he's not the Cooper you want to be drafting in the first round oh Rush Cup
4: (laughs) I do agree with Alex that Cousins is a solid backup so I would just stick with Cousins and yeah I think it's going to be bad all around for CeeDee Lamb if you have tight end Schultz running backs I, I think it's just bad news all around for the Cowboys
3: yeah, it was bad news all around for the Cowboys during the game <laughs> with Dak Prescott. So, um, no, my my keeper uh probably being worthless at this point for the next 6 weeks is uh not my favorite thing in the world. I am I'm not excited to have CD Lamb at the moment, but what are you going to do? I'm not going to really bench him at this point. We'll we'll see how it goes, but no, uh you're not going to pick up anybody from the waiver wire your top option is maybe Carson Wentz. So would you rather have Carson Wentz or Kirk cousins? Um, You you stick with cousins there.
0: All right. I think we are unanimous there. So let's go to number four.
1: Okay. These are the longer ones. So I always butcher them, but I gave you guys a heads up. This was coming. So hopefully we'll get there together. So I'm going to go through five players. Um, who did not have great games on Sunday. And I want you to tell me, one through ten, if they're on your team or if, they were, or if they were on your team, how panicked you would be. One is, it's one game, we're fine. Ten, five alarm fire. So, one through ten, how nervous are you about the following guys? One, your quarterback, Alex, Aaron Rodgers, 195 yards, no touchdowns in the pick against a not-that-spectacular Viking 10. defense. And a fumble. And a fumble. Yeah. And no Devontae Adams. And no Devontae Adams.
2: Well, see, the good news is, is that it was really a win loss for me because I disliked the Packers with a deep seated passion. So as I was losing horrendously, it was kind of funny to me that he took more money from his team because he says he deserved it, and then it proved to him that he didn't. So that was nice. But I'm should sure I be worried, yeah, he was really bad. One through ten. Oh, one through ten. Well, you got you gave me even confused because you said ten was like a five. Five alarm fire. Yeah, see that's confusing. So I would say eight, especially because my backup is Jared (laughs)
3: Gofficles. Hey, Carson Wentz is out there. Oh, oh man, don't tempt me. (laughs) Well, We're gonna see. It's gonna be Jared Goff versus Carson Wentz next week. So yeah, who do I go with? No, no, I, start, I would agree I would agree with Alex I had him at an 8 as well um I was not excited about him before the season started and it ended up proving to me why I wasn't um he I feel is too much of a just a weird diva almost at this point like this hallucinatory drug shaman <laughs> stuff he's been doing in the off season the fact that he doesn't give Young wide receivers, any chance, uh, that poor, that poor guy, um, oh crap, what's his name? The, the rookie that dropped his, his first pass. Oh, Christian Watson. Watson. Christian Watson. Like, he did not come back to hit, like, I think the coach had to tell him to throw him the ball again because he was just done with him after one pass. And so he focuses, and he doesn't have that guy anymore. Actually he does, but that guy was injured. So, if Lazard comes back, maybe he gets a little better, but I don't have a lot of hope for Rogers this year.
4: I give it a I give it a nine, and I just want to add that I think right now Devontae Adams looks like the best wide receiver in the history of the NFL. And I do,
1: on target share on Sunday, yeah.
4: And I do agree. I mean, I actually think that Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. That's probably a lot of people agree with that. I almost think he's underrated historically, but all the off the field stuff and the alternative. Yeah, it's kind of uh, throwing me off, Rodgers too. So it, yeah, definitely no, I never. It ain't no
3: TB
0: twelve.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna go on the other edge of the uh, the other end of the age spectrum. Najee Harris ten carries for twenty three year twenty three yards, coming off injuries in both training camp and left the fourth quarter of this game with an injury. Though they are expecting him to be back next week.
0: Oh,
2: whose team is he on? Yours. Oh, mine. Hmm. <laughs> Four. That happens to the running backs all the time. They're always getting hurt. I'm not too worried about it.
3: So. Yeah, I, I put him at it two. Uh, same thing. Uh, you don't want to see him get hurt, but he's already come back out saying it was nothing. He's got a new quarterback. Um, they're playing a, a division of an opponent, right? Shoot, I want to get that right. Who was that game? Yeah, the Bengals. Yeah, they Bengals. Play the Bengals. Um, and, and Mr. Steve has has always taught me that you never bet on teams or players during a divisional matchup. It it always goes against you. Um yet I picked the Colts in the Eliminator matchup and again that almost bit me in the butt. No, I'm I, I have a meta too.
0: Uh,
4: once again we're we have some consensus here. I'm a number three. I just think they're gonna keep feeding him. He's their guy, he's the guy around the goal line. And it sounds like he says he's ready to go next week, so no no concerns for me. I'm going to deviate from you guys. I'm a little more worried about this one. He comes out of the fourth quarter
1: of a tied game, and the injury is connected to what happened in training camp, and they were talking Liz Frank, and, like, all of a sudden he's going to be ready next week. So I'm a little – it's not 10, but it's certainly not a 2 or a 3, so I'm a little more middle of the road with him. All right, next, this one is – uh there's one of my guys, so I was a little disappointed. Um, somebody I believe not on my team. Kyle Pitts, two catches, nineteen yards.
2: I don't know nothing about Kyle Pitts. <laughs> <laughs> That's our league champion. <laughs> yeah, how does that how make do you, do you feel? Attention to losers. No, I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> Derek, he's it. on your team, right?
1: That's on Jason's team. No, oh, no, I thought it was
3: on Derek's team. Um I yeah, I I'm at a four uh, I guess I'm a little bit more concerned, but again, um, unless it's something obvious to me after one week, anybody can have a good or bad week and then flip it uh, the, the next week and the rest of the season so um, yeah i'm i'm not I'm a little concerned, but i'm I'm not ringing any alarm bells for him at the moment.
4: I'm concerned to the level of a six, and it's not so much Pitts because I uh, have full confidence in his talent. And it pains me to say this because the guy throwing him the ball is a uh, Oregon Duck alum. But uh, (laughs) there's a reason he hasn't been a starting quarterback in a few years, Marcus Mariota. So I have concerns about uh, his his passing ability right now. So, yeah, six for me.
1: All right, we uh, we had a little fun with Alex on the first two. Um, the next two, I think we'll hit a little closer home for, to home for you guys. C.D. Lamb, two catches, nineteen yards on eight targets.
3: No, I have eleven targets on my sheet for um, C.D. Lamb
1: eleven targets.
3: Yes, Ooh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, and and two catches. So that gives me concern that he was only two of eleven. That gives me a lot of concern. Uh, but what gives me still a little hope and i'm sure i'm biased on this and I, I, why i put him at a six um is that he got the 11 targets and who the hell else are you going to target on that team? <laughs> like i don't care who's playing quarterback it's him and which is why i i it was a no-brainer to keep him um so i'm i'm holding out four points of hope yeah
0: it makes sense that Lucas would have some optimism
4: there, but, uh, from an outsider's perspective, I don't, I would put this as high as it goes. I'm going to put it on a 10 for the reasons we already talked about with the backup quarterback.
3: Come on. Come on. Give me a little bit. Get, put it at a nine or something. 9.8?
2: <laughs> uh,
3: there we go. Okay. <laughs> I'll
2: put it at a 10.2 to bring that up to a 10 again. <laughs> I don't, know, that is not good. And I don't think Rush is going to, uh, Charlie Rush. Cooper. Cooper Rush. <laughs> yes, league champion. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how good Cooper Rush is going to do there.
3: C. C. Dot rush. There, there's a reason I was the
2: last league champion. <laughs> C. <laughs> C. Dot rush.
1: All right, last one. I don't think he's on anybody's team in the room, but I think, Derek, you're probably the biggest fan of the guy in this in podcast. Mike Williams. Keenan Allen goes out in the second quarter, and he still only gets what, two catches? 10 yards is something ridiculous.
4: Yeah, I I need some wishful thinking on this one for myself because I do have him in one of my leagues. So, I, but there is some concern. So, I'm going to put it at a 5. I, I feel like Williams is just going to be the like key is who he is. He's going to be a boom or bust guy. Um so he's a guy, you know, you want as maybe a wide receiver at number 3 or to bring off your bench to start here and there, but I don't think he's going to be the kind of volume guy that Keenan Allen can be. But I I wouldn't be surprised if he has a big bounce-back game and still has here and there big numbers. But I just I don't think he's going to be consistent. Real quick, I'm going to say, like, you guys know I despise the Thursday night matchup and
1: having Mahomes going Thursday scares me. But that's going to be a fun game, the Chargers and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Those two guys going at it. Absolutely. It is. great matchup.
3: I, I will correct you. Um Mike Williams is on Bob's team. Uh so he is uh not a free agent in our league. Um but yeah, I will I I had him at a three. Um I, I like Derek's point. he's boomer bust, right? That's one week this season. Uh I considered it just a bust week. So um now if that continues in week two or three, that number skyrockets. But uh, at yeah. this point, I'm not too concerned.
0: Okay. All
1: right. We took it down. Let's bring it back up. Let's talk about things that could make us exciting, that could be exciting. So these are guys maybe we didn't have high hopes for in week one who uh had a pretty good run of it. So same thing, one through ten. One, it's just a week. Don't get too excited. Ten, this player could be on to a pretty magical season here. Starting with Christian Kirk, the $18 million-a-year wide receiver who altered the wide receiver free agent market in the offseason. Six catches, 117 yards. Where are you at? One
0: through ten. I'm not buying it. I, I refuse.
2: Moral principle alone. That's all I've got right now. Christian Kirk seems like one of those fantasy players that's always going to be that guy. It's like, do I pick him up off the of free agency this week? That's who I always see Christian Kirk as. Like Walmart, Mike Williams? Yeah, sure. Like that one guy that's like, oh, my wide receivers hurt for like a week. Who do I get? And they're like, oh, there's Christian Kirk when I, short, when I sort by projected points. Should I get him? Mm, I don't know. That's how I've always seen Christian Kirk, and I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he's great.
4: No, I agree with that. I, I sort of think of mediocrity when I think of him. But uh, I'm going to go back to the quarterback again. My theme here. I'm still I know Trevor Lawrence maybe he could he could take a step up in year two, but uh he was really bad last year, so I'm just I'm not buying that offense, so I'm not that excited.
2: Put me for a four. I don't think you can blame Trevor Lawrence for the Jaguars last year. I think that there was a very prevalent other thing that may have affected their performance like, like <laughs> yeah a coach Urban that party
4: too much yeah fifty <laughs> yeah. fifty blame in my book but.
2: Like, what's the worst luck you could possibly have as a QB? It's like you get drafted out of college, and who's your head coach? It's Urban Meyer. That is the worst possible outcome, I think, right now. Yeah. First QB ever picked.
3: You you graduate college, and you go back to college. Yeah. In Florida, no less. So, yeah, no, that went really well. You were literally
2: like, I'm going to go to the pros, and you go your first rookie day, and the head coach was like, I don't know what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he work. got his old job back, right? Not not coaching football, but like in the studio, like he was on some sort of college game day type show.
3: I don't follow Urban Meyer.
1: Okay. If nobody knows, we'll leave that alone.
3: I just um, think the, uh,
4: the, the kicker has the pending lawsuit, so that's the only thing I've been following. <laughs> was
1: a kicker who has a lawsuit? That was Urban the May- reason they were able to fire him, because he kicked the yeah. kicker.
4: Yeah,
0: he did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Antonio Gibson, he was on the verge of being second or third string running back for his team and then wound up with 130 all-purpose yards against the
0: Jaguars.
3: Uh, I put him at a four um, because my boy, your boy, all our boys, uh, Brian Robinson will be back. Um, And I just don't – yeah, I – I've never been excited. Same reasons you weren't excited about Kirk. I, I've never been excited about Antonio Gibson. He's just never really. Now, I've also haven't won the league uh, in recent years, so I could be misremembering uh, some top 10 performances or something like that. But um, no, I, I, yeah, I got a metaphor.
0: In a couple of weeks, those special teams points are really going to come in handy. I
2: had a little bit of a, different read on this i i put it at a six and
4: because i thought i remember him being pretty good last year and then it seemed like somehow he got into the doghouse but then with robinson getting shot and all that that it's like okay the, they've opened the door back up for him and uh, so that performance would be encouraging to me if i had him as an owner so i'm, I'm actually wondering if i missed uh, him in other leagues but or i'm going to regret not taking him in other leagues but yeah i'll give it a six
1: This is one I could see going either way. I tend to be a believer. One of you brought this up earlier. Like a running back is kind of who a running back is by year three, which makes me lean towards Lucas. But you change the dynamic with a new, a new quarterback, and it seems like he's the he's the only show in town. They're not kind of splitting it up. The running back carries, and that's huge. So I will be curious to see how this plays out. So my wife just texted me, "Is that Derek's voice?" I should tell her no but we'll talk it for now. <laughs> Alright, next one. Um Detroit's wide receiver. I'm on Saint Brown. Am I getting that right? hmm Okay. Eight catches, sixty-four yards and the touchdown. I'm gonna go first. Nine. I this was like the only league I didn't get him in this year. I love this guy. I think I think the sky's the limit.
3: No, Jared Goff is the limit.
0: <laughs>
3: um and with that offensive line and those the, the running game was really good um on Sunday. They're not a passing team. Um now granted he's the number one receiver and he's a he's a fast, strong, good little guy. Um I have him at a six. Um I'm not as excited as you but um you know the number one receiver on a bad team is still a bad receiver, so
2: I think you're forgetting about garbage time, Lucas. I'm giving this guy a ten are you kidding me? Jared Goff's gonna start every game like he did this past week. Two, was it three for ten for six yards and an interception? And then they're gonna be like, well, we can't use our great running game and he's just gonna close his eyes and chuck it downfield and who's gonna be down there but the sun god, Amon Ra. Ten. That is no bias for me whatsoever. We're being a Lions fan.
0: Well, I
4: have a lot invested in him, so uh, I am also putting it at a ten. I think for my team to be a title contender, I need him to keep this going throughout the season. So I I think I bought into some of the hard knocks hype with Mm. him, and so far it's paying off. Yeah, he's good.
1: I think this is the one I am most excited to get your guys' opinion on. Saquon Barkley left for dead for two years, 194 all purpose yards against a fairly
0: decent Titans. So you could look at it in like a couple different ways, right? I feel like every elite running
2: back just loses that after every three to four years because they just get over years and their body gets destroyed. Saquon Barkley, sure, is ACL tour, but he basically just got two year break. So like Dalvin Cook right now, he's getting an old. Derrick Henry, he's falling apart. Saquon Barkley, he was just sitting back, biding his time. He's going to come back stronger than ever. Six.
3: This this hurts me a lot because I had a chance to draft him, and I didn't like any of my picks for my first-round pick at eight. They were all – none of them were, were surefire ones. Um, and I passed. And he goes to my sister-in-law, who I play in week one. Um, so you do the math. <laughs> I put him out a 10. Um, I would be super excited coming off the injuries, um, new coach, um, new scheme, all of that stuff. And, and to put up numbers like that against the Titans, I would be super excited.
0: Yeah. And we have many times. He had a good
4: I'm, game. I'm actually going to go contrary here. I'm going to put it at a 4. Okay. Uh because I think I mean he obviously has some some greatness in him, but I just need a larger sample size. I I'm going to need some consistency for him to be sort of a non-factor and then on the shelf for a couple years. Um I just I got to see more evidence of this. So I'm going to think I'm just going to say it was a little bit of a flash in the pan.
1: Okay. Okay. So this expression, this is even if he's healthy, you think this is going to be like last year. He's going to kind of regress back to the normal what we saw in twenty twenty
4: one. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's two things. Can he stay healthy to keep it going? And uh, yeah, is he is he really the quality back or did he just, uh, you know, find uh, that kind of one last surge for him to put on a good show but uh yeah i just i am not buying that
0: uh he's going to consistently be this good all right uh this is the, i'm slightly less curious
1: about you guys take on this one but i do want to hear um the guy i have banked my 2021 season on lucas you were in three leagues with me and i have him and them all michael Pittman, nine catches 121 yards and a touchdown
3: this This is really it feels self serving to me, Steve, that you even have him on this list. everybody else there's a good reason why like they weren't projected to do well and they did, or they were projected to do well, and they didn't. Michael Pittman was projected to be where he was at and what he posted in week one. Why is he on this list other than other than for self serving reasons I think Michael Pittman sucks. <laughs> Uh, but yes. Michael Payton. Payton's garbage. Yeah. He yeah. he did what he was supposed to do, so I have him at an 8. I expect him to do that week after week, that's why he gets drafted that's... where he is. And yes, Steve, pat yourself on the back, you did a good job.
1: Well, <laughs> I'm him <getting> credit. <for> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna pat myself on the back considering the rest of that draft, but uh, yeah, Alright, so, I, I'll leave that one. Okay, um next. We're going to back away from the uh, the ranking players here and just talk about the Detroit Lions. Hello. Nobody can do a backdoor cover like uh, the Detroit Lions. And what's our coach's name?
2: Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Hey, MC, MCDC, baby. No. No, he did Well, okay, so their defense was garbage. I'm going to throw that out there, but I think it's because they have no ability to contain. And Aiden Hutchinson was way too excited to get a sack. As well as the other end, however, I think if we don't have against a running quarterback, I think the defense can do, but the biggest thing is the lions didn't give up when they were bat down by twenty points, like they usually do, so that was yeah, but,
3: but why do they always have to spot teams twenty points? like they do this all the time? It's exactly how my my fantasy week went. I was down and out, and then I got some hope late. Late in the game, only to just get disappointed at the end and, and lose. I mean, this is this is how it goes with them. Because um, we can't. They're handle the lions. <laughs> yeah, at all. They can't handle so, at all. Congratulations to Dan Campbell for building a strong culture and being popular amongst the people <laughs> who watch HBO. But I still am not convinced that the guy can coach.
2: Oh, um, there you.
3: No, Watch, Campbell. watch hard knocks. There's nothing in there about any sort of like brilliant coaching philosophy. He covered his
2: pants in baby powder and then said, here's what you gotta do. You flip them. You gotta get that, gotta get that baby powder off.
3: Yeah, boy, you know, you can <laughs> I <even was> tell <laughs> Jared Goff was just like, yeah, okay, I'm with this. And you could see in his eyes, he's like, what in the hell am I doing here? Um, Derek Goff
2: has a company that makes crappy logos for shirts no one buys. It's because and he, he has high schoolers as employees. Because I was going to
3: say, yeah, it's because he's got high schoolers working for him. That's why he I mean. has his
2: own logo that is a J and a G in the shape of a 16, and he is one of the worst quarterbacks I have seen since John Kitna. Derek,
4: outside of perspective, same old Lions. I mean, I would love to see Dan Campbell have his own reality show. I think a spinoff would be would be great. I would tune in every week. But I did see some of that clock management last year, and um, that uh, that was rough at times. And it seems like the Lions would need to win a lot of close games or at least some close games this year for them to have a decent record. And uh, Steve, you were the one that introduced me to the whole Black Swan theory. And it seems like it's proven true year in and year out. So, um, I, so I don't see that changing anytime soon. Oh,
1: there you go. Uh, two quick cool questions. I'll go rapid fire here because I do want to crunch our time a little bit. So for the, those of you who watched the game, two things I did not, one thing I did not understand and one question. The question, who was the best player on the, who was our best defender? Two, how was that not a fumble on fourth and inches when he snuck and they knocked the ball out of his hands?
2: Actually, there's a couple of things. First of all, there was three. Also, I want to bring up: there were three things that should have been intentional grounding, and they just weren't. And he kept doing it, and they never called it. I'm just going to say that. How was it not a fumble? Because it's the Lions. That's just how it is. So, and then why did they do the? What'd you say? Who was the best defender? Oh, who was the best defender? That's hard because technically our best defender was kicked out of the game. He was actually yeah. our lead defender until he got kicked out. However, who was welcome, it? Um, Tracy Walker. Yeah. Gracie Walker. what did he do? Um, well, nothing he kind of hit a quarterback. He a little excessive, but it wasn't too he, bad. But I think the thing after though, is when he was freaking out about it, he sort of laid a hand on a riff. So that's like automatic.
3: No, he got, yeah, right. That's right. Cause I thought it was like two consecutive unnecessary roughness or whatever, whatever the actual call is where you get one warning, like the yellow card in football. Yeah. Um, and he got, like, two on that play, um, one for the hit, which was ridiculous and shouldn't have been. And then, yeah, he got pissed off and said something or did something and just got kicked out.
2: However, corner from Ohio State, third year, who's oh, a good, uh, player, had a couple of okay defense plays, and Malcolm Rodrigo actually made a couple of really clutch plays. He almost brought the game back at the end, too, because there was a running he, back run, yeah. and he stopped it, and it was pretty rad.
3: He did, but the, he, he learned really quickly that the size and the speed in the NFL is a lot different in the regular season because he was quite shaken up after that tackle. Mm-hmm. He pl- he plugged the hole and he stopped the guy, but he got his bell rung doing it. So, Yeah, he did. But he did it. But he did it.
4: And uh, on this side of the country, we only watched the Lions on Thanksgiving, so I didn't catch any of it. Yeah, you
3: didn't miss know. much. <laughs> I did Actually, you missed a team scoring the third most points in the NFL last week, and they lost. That's awesome. That's the Lions in a nutshell.
2: That is the Lions in a nutshell. But then also, they scored the first touchdown on Sunday. are you saying?
3: We won something, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then
2: we went down 21-7, to 7, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. And what's next? Predict your Super Bowl. Ooh, the NFL yeah. Super Bowl.
3: Ooh. Uh, I love, I I want Buffalo in there, man. They, they're just too good. Um, and God, the NFC sucks. You almost have to say Tampa Bay by default, but I, on principle, I'm not. Um, so I'm going to go Minnesota.
0: I'm going to say Buffalo and the Lions. 2.0? <laughs> 2. <laughs> 2. Yep. There it is.
3: One of these years, he'll get it right.
2: Yeah. And then you're going to be like, wow, I called it, but yeah.
1: I don't know. The Queen could have called it every year of her life, and she never would have got it right.
2: <laughs> no, she was alive in the 50s. Super Bowl. Okay, fine, but whatever. Ah, hey. Those are like the same. And if yeah. anything, it was the world championship back then, and the Super Bowl is just like a national thing. So We peaked in 1957,
0: did we? Yeah, that, back when it was the world.
2: <laughs> we thought we were the world, so there you go.
1: All right, I got the prediction from two of you. I don't think one of you weighed in.
2: Derek. Uh,
4: yeah, yeah, no bold predictions here. I did write down Buffalo and and Tampa Bay. Bold. I do think uh, I think the Chiefs are a very intriguing team. Um, and I don't know. If, I think people might be writing them off too soon. I think it's that division is so competitive, so it scares me a little. But I just felt like last year, like Buffalo was right there, and they just they're that team that's just been
0: knocking on the door, and it's it's their time now. All right, we're going to go from the NFL to our league. Who are going to be the six playoff teams? Me, Steve, Derek, Lucas, Cam, and Kelly.
3: Boy, you could tell you did, like, no research on that.
2: <laughs> we talking about the four people in front of me and then two others?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and the, the other two that you remembered first, right? No. <laughs> yeah, Steve's making it. Um, I really liked Matt's draft. We haven't talked about the draft, but I was impressed with his draft, and so I'm putting Matt in there. Um, I've got Cam in there, too. Um, I think last year was a fluke. His streak was broken, and not only did he do it, but he did it with style, losing the entire league. So good on you, Cam. Uh But he's back in there this year. Um, I think Derek's going to make it. I like his team. Um, And then I'm putting the two girls in, Carly and Kelly.
2: Wait, did you see me, though? Did you forget about me?
3: Oh, no. You and I, we're, we're battling for the crapper, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know, this
2: could be, like, my sixth consolation bracket win this year, so we'll
3: see. Yeah. Or And Jason, too. Jay, Jason will be the first to say that that he'll be down there with us. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think he has already said it. Yeah.
1: All right. Championship game and
4: champion. I'll go first. Oh, this is my bowl. No, no how about
3: how about Derek gives us his. Yeah, uh, you know, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, hey, it's all
4: right. go this? What you got? All right. No worries. I've got Alex, Bob, Carly, Steve, me, and I was de- debating between the Moors, and I I went with Kelly.
0: So That's I,
3: smart. <laughs> smart move. Yep.
4: All
1: right. Now I will transition. Call your league championship game and winner. I'm going first because I was excited
0: to do this before, obviously. I think we have the franchise teams play for the championship. Carly versus Derek. I love that prediction. I thought you might. <laughs> and
4: I'm kind of returning the favor here. Unfortunately, I, I mean, it feels like a little bit of uh, kissing up to the host because I think I saw your team last year as a powerhouse, and I don't see any falling off that. So I do – I have you winning it again, Steve. Um,
0: Let's just
1: say a rematch. Alex and
4: Steve. Oh, hey now. We've
1: never
0: had one of those. I would be excited to see one of those.
3: All right. If we're going gimmicks, I'll say Carly and Kelly. That would be a fun matchup.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, I say I'm going to win. But who are you beating? Everyone. Um, but in the championship game, in particular? Yeah, everyone.
3: Okay. Who <laughs> <laughs> versus that, the nine—the nine of us combined, like our powers combined. combined. Yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna
1: do <laughs> an <the> all-star team. <laughs>
4: you're, you're, you're,
2: I, I see you guys already turning your wheels, and you got—you—you you have the commissioner in your back pocket, and you're gonna make these trades to build a super team, and you're still not gonna be able to stop me. That's what's gonna happen. Let me tell you what. Year of overconfidence, part due.
1: Alright. Number ten. I am gonna put you all on the hot seat and have you defend one draft pick that you made. Now I wanna, I wanna preface. This isn't hyperbole. There's no draft pick, quite frankly, across the board that I thought was stupid. Gordy's not in the league anymore. <laughs> so again, this isn't like, what were you thinking? This was more like, eh, I wouldn't have done that, so just tell me your logic for that pick in that round. Who wants to go first? Me. Alex, your first quarterback doesn't get drafted until Round eight, Aaron Rodgers. Carly had already picked two quarterbacks by then.
2: Yep. Once I get out of the top tier quarterbacks, I basically just kind of give up, and I want backup running backs because I didn't trust a couple of my starters. That's why I did what I did, because it was literally like at some point it was like, I got like Tom Brady or something, I was just like, whatever. And then Aaron Rodgers was there, and I was like, all right, it works out. I really wanted Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray, and then they got picked right before I could pick because I didn't like where I was in the draft. So sort of a, a scrubs
1: and stars approach with the quarterback. If you can get one of the good ones, you were just going to fill up at other positions and then uh, that's quarterback. Horrible. Yep. All right. In hindsight, what would you have done
2: different? Mm, well, a lot, but, Maybe picked up DeAndre Swift again because I wanted to, but everyone said, you know, all those sites say, like, well, don't do it. And Najee Harris was there. Sorry, right now, I'm just asking about the quarterback position because you've already
1: said you don't like Rodgers now. So what would you have done? Well, that's what I'm him? saying. I would have changed the first part of my draft, and I think
2: that would have affected when I picked up the quarterback. And yeah, I would have, I think I probably would have picked him up earlier,
0: but I don't know. We'll see. All right. Who wants to go next? I can go. All right. Derek, in your back to
1: backs, you took Rashad. Nope, it was the when you took Rashad Bateman, it was the other one I had the question on. Your 6 7 turn, you took Cam Akers, who has just looked
4: like garbage for his career. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Uh, no, uh, that was uh, quite the sneaker he put up week one. So uh, this <laughs> week I'm like, uh, should I cut him already? Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, You know, when you say his whole career, I'd maybe say that's a slight overgeneralization. He did have some promising moments, at least, I think, his rookie year. And they seemed to really hype him up going into year two. He got the injury. So I thought, well, when he came back, at first he looked okay and then looked terrible in the playoffs. So it was some wishful thinking that I thought the best version of him could become the norm. Um, but uh yeah, it's hard to defend that pick when he gets uh two carries, three carries for no yards. So to your credit, he
1: was better his rookie year than i am mm-hmm. giving him credit for. It just a lot of red flags with that one. But he yeah, a lot of people liked him too, so we shall see.
3: So so you gave C D Lamb a ten on on your scale earlier. So I'm I'm gonna come out and say Cam Akers is one of the two players that I Totally removed from my draft sheet. I did not want to be tempted to take. So. Well,
1: now I know know who the other one was.
3: Uh, Edwards Alaire. I I don't care if he yeah. becomes the number one running back in the league. I will never take him again. <laughs> Burn me. I got him on my team too. <laughs> two years in a row.
4: He was I'm, my backup plan if Acres if things went south so with now, Acres. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised Surprise, you have my team yeah, in the playoffs.
1: <laughs> I like your team. I just, Acres. yeah, I just, you know. But uh, we shall see. Plus, it's the Rams. He could carry the ball 21 times for 95 yards next week, for all we know.
3: Yeah, that's true. All right, Steve, lay it on.
1: You know me pretty well. Who do you think I'm going to go to here?
3: I know you don't like Jalen Hurts.
1: This is real. Um, but in this case, Travis Etienne, round
3: six. Yeah. So um I'm still holding out hope for him, but um he could be a Edwards Alaire Jr., right? Um I I heard a lot of go- I didn't see the game, uh but from what I heard of the game, his four carries ouch um with a healthy James Robinson, surprise surprise were four really good carries. Like he looked really good on those uh four carries. So he's got the talent. Um he was slotted in to be the starter this year. People weren't sure how Robinson was coming off the injury. Um and I already had Kamara and Swift. Um and so it felt like a an easy flyer to take uh because he's not cracking my starting lineup unless one of those two got injured or unless Kamara keeps Sucking like he did last week, um, which could very well be the case as well. So, um, yeah, that was the thought process there.
1: Okay. You're right. He, I got to see some of it. He looked pretty good minus the fumble and missing a wide open pass, but really running the ball, he was pretty good. I just, I think it's more about coming off the injury and in a timeshare on a low octane offense, but we buy lottery tickets sometimes.
3: All what, right? It, what it? What did I tell you my team name should be after my draft? Team Potential. That's, that's exactly what my team is. It was all drafted based on Potential as I looked at it, and I, I knew I hated it for a reason. So
1: So are you concerned you're going to be number one in my rankings?
3: I almost say bring it on because then it will actually still continue the, the trend um, of Putting me number one preseason and then me not making the playoffs because, yeah, you might as well.
0: <laughs> All right, we
1: are officially going to pivot to the power drink. Wait, just jank. wait no.
2: a minute,
0: no, just wait a minute.
2: You did not. Alex is one for one. No, it's a quick one. Don't worry about it. I'm no, I'm impressed. No, it's late at night. It's really late. So basically, I you know. This is the game sweeping the nation. This is going to be a little bit of a contest between Derek and Lucas, okay? I just made this up just now, let me tell you. Okay, so basically sometimes when I go visit my mom, she's a little bit older, and I grab her phone, she'll have about 200 web pages open because she doesn't know about it, right? I think we've all experienced that, right? You know, sometimes people aren't great at technology. So we're going to play a game. Derek, Lucas, how many tabs do you think Steve has opened on his computer
0: right now? Steve, you know Is the number I'm going to say.
3: number yeah. you might be right. Thirty-seven. Okay, Derek. The
4: uh, first number
2: popped in my head was forty-five. Wow, Derek, it's forty-four. Wait, I've got thirty. You got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, You're not counting the bookmarks, right? 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23,
3: 23 24, 25, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30.
2: 34, my apologies. However, this is only what I see. I don't know if he has anything else open. No, but- anyway, that was Alex's one for one. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> a little short and sweet. Um, <laughs> in, a, in a brief overview
4: here, I think I'm also above 40, so that was no judgment on my part. Steve, I'm right with you on that.
2: Well, Steve's laptop has, like, half a gig of RAM.
3: (laughs) Steve's running on, on like, a Chromebook mini, uh, so.
2: (laughs) And
4: for the record, I'm at
2: 41. All right. Was your computer more than
0: $17?
2: (laughs) That used to be a yogurt shop that disappeared two weeks after Steve bought the laptop. That then turned into another yogurt <laughs> shop.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: A good one for one. I
1: appreciate it, but i gonna pivot here because I want to honor people's time. All right. We're going to go into the power jankings. So this is going to be fun. Lucas, after a few weeks in the season, you can get this formula down pretty well, but uh, it'll be fun to see where we are at at the beginning of the season. So who's 10?
3: So this is after week one, correct? Not after the draft. That is correct. Okay. Uh, number ten is Jason.
0: Hmm. I'm gonna say Cam. I'm gonna say Jason. Lucas and Alex for the win. Yeah, Too, so I can't really.
2: He literally just was like, "And Alex, good pick." So I, the first one was just a good guess, but from now on, I think I'm out of it.
1: All right, you can show me now, it's already ruined no, 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 no. I don't trust your ability to retain the inf- I uh, trust your ability to forget the information that's a good call, actually alright, so Jason did not have a good week, Start out with the low score of the week, and I don't know that anyone was particularly i going to leave that part out alright, I will go second, but uh, who else wants to talk about Jason's team?
0: oh, I it think sucks. I'm up for that
2: <laughs> Jay drafted people he believed in, and he just got he, they just, he just got to give them a chance to show them what they got. You know, he's got to go in that locker room. He's got to cover those jeans with some baby powder. He's got to shake them out, show them what they need to do to win that Super Bowl for the fourth time. Uh, that was a callback. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Thanks.
4: Yeah, that that was word for word what I was going to say that Alex just said there, so mm-hmm. covers it.
2: How crazy would you think if I actually met Aaron Rodgers in real life and I tried to give him an inspirational speech because I was acting like his coach on my fantasy football team? Like, do you think it would be funny or, like, he would just get mad?
4: I mean, Rodgers seems like he's very open to anything these days, so I think he'd be receptive toward it. Oh, okay.
0: Jay, I love your team. I am – this team just seems like a lot of red flags to me,
1: like, I had Debo Samuel last year, and the end result was not as good as the season. like They turned him into a running back, they stopped throwing the ball, now they have a quarterback who doesn't seem like he's great at throwing the ball. If not for that touchdown, that was a disaster of a game last week.
3: It was a disaster of a weather scenario that week. Well, that was you didn't want to start any of those players. you knew it was going to be bad. It was in Chicago with all the rain, and like you knew I knew it was going to be lower scoring. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too concerned on Debo yet.
2: Okay,
1: well, and two of his players were in that game, so that's that matters. And he did lose his starting quarterback, but I got to say we won't. It was only three quarters of the game, but like Dak did not look good. He was under fifty percent, I think, or
0: close to when he went out. And I'm just never going to be a fan of Leonard Fournette. I think he's. I
1: think he's gonna be injured, so I just uh I don't know. We shall see. Dak's gonna make a comeback. Dak attack.
0: Eventually. Yep. Nine. Me. I'll stick with Cam. I will go Alex. I like how Derek knows
1: that you saw the answers and he's already pivoted away from you for number nine. A smart choice. I have the memory of a goldfish. <laughs> and it paid off. Derek was correct. Cameron
0: <laughs> was nine. <laughs> so I think it was last year that I got um, under Cam's skin
4: when I was uh, assessing his team. I think he said I, I crapped on his team and, I didn't like the experience of being under his skin. It was a little anxiety-provoking. I didn't know how hard he was going to go after me the next week. And I think I remember Lucas saying I didn't fully understand Cam, and I'm sure that's very true. Still don't, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I don't either. <laughs> don't worry about it, yeah. <laughs> but I will say, looking at this roster, there is uh, some, some star power at, with his top two players, with Allen and then, uh, Brown, AJ Brown obviously looked great out of the gate in Philadelphia. So I like that as a, as a, as a strong one-two punch and receivers look okay. I would be more concerned about the running backs here with Elliott and Jones. I think a lot of people are arguing that their counterparts might even be better than them with Pollard and, um, and Dil- and Dylan with uh, Green Bay. So I think there's a you know, shortage of depth here. I think Dobbins, He's a big question mark with his injuries. Um, So good at the top, but uh, worried about the running backs and not a lot of depth that I'm seeing.
3: Yeah, and you missed uh, Elijah Mitchell. is also on his bench and now injured for Uh, quite a while. So, yeah, he's, he's hurting on running back.
0: Eight. Me. Alex.
1: I'll say Alex. Derek, I think you're running the table so far. Alex is eight. Nobody's nice. running the table. table. I'm sorry?
0: Nobody's running
4: I the table. I said Cam number one. I missed Jason.
1: Oh, gosh, gotcha. good call, good call. So after winning the championship, I appreciate you giving me uh, some sympathy and just letting me kick the
2: ever-loving tar out of you last week. You're welcome. <laughs> How do you feel about your team? You know, I feel like they got potential. I think it was more just like, you know, I didn't have a quarterback, and I still got, like, 112 points. So, like, that's, you know, one way to look at it, right? Because, like, Aaron Rodgers was, like, bad. So, and the quarterbacks, your quarterback got 56 points. So, if we take your quarterback out of the equation, I only lost by 20.
0: So, not too bad, considering two of my players left the game injured, I think. And my kicker didn't show up. That's because you However, didn't have young Ku. Who?
2: get nine points. Yeah. And your kicker got 19 points. So if we take out the kickers and quarterbacks, we're, like, tied.
1: Like, I don't know what to say. Like, you're eight, but I love this team. Like, I don't like your quarterback, but everything else is good. Like, Najee Harris and Nick Chubb has got to be the best running back duo. Justin Jefferson,
2: Deontay Johnson solid, Mark Andrews, like, that's a stable core. Yeah, I like it. Just didn't work out this week. We're gonna shake out that baby powder. We'll come back next week stronger than ever. I just need to figure out my case. I,
4: I think Alex, it seems like you're kind of on a par with the Rams. Like they were the surprise champion from last year and then it was a rough week one and so now the question is, is are you gonna be complacent with being the champion or are you gonna, you know, climb the mountain again and be hungry? And it it does sound like you're hungry, so yeah, I, I, I've got you as a playoff team. Oh, and I said you're going to make it to the finals. So
0: I'm always hungry. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right, seven.
3: Lucas. Lucas. It should be me, but this is Steve, <laughs> so he has me too high, um, and so I'm going to go Bob. <laughs> Lucas. Yes, there you go. Restoring my faith in you, Stephen. Well, <laughs> it won't last long.
1: <laughs> tough, tough week one. Kamara's hurt. Higgins is hurt. They're probably gonna play.
0: C.D. Lamb just lost his quarterback. How are you holding up?
3: Um, I, I was doing fine and. Tell that defensive end that I reached to draft also is out injured now. Um, no, I mean, I scored 140 points, but it's a little bit misleading because of um, my defensive players showing up. Uh, Fitzpatrick got 18 and a half points, right? Watt got nine. Like, you're not going to get that every week. Uh Very pleased with Swift. Uh, it really was weird to draft a lion, but I stuck with my board and, and it paid off there. Um, Gabe Davis was a surprise, a uh, pleasant surprise as well. Um, if he could continue to put up those numbers as a three, I'd be happy. Uh, but you're right. Uh, my number one pick, six points Higgins out with a concussion. Lamb is screwed. Um, and it's week one. So I don't know. I like, I'm not going to drop any of those guys, Um but my bench, I felt, I, I don't want to give up on yet either. So uh in a, in a tough position at this point, um but I'm going to believe in team potential and believe they have potential to turn this around.
1: Well, I think Alex has the best duo of running backs, but I think you've got the best trio when you get to factor in Rashad Penny. So I like your running back situation.
3: I'm not as high on Rashad Penny as you are. Okay. I'll just I'll uh, you're going to keep the there. starting
1: quarterback, but you you're going to be in the Trey Lance business much longer.
3: After one week, hell yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right.
3: Can you t- tell me why you're so high on Rashad Penny? What did what did he do last night?
1: Oh, well, last night he averaged five yards of carry, which I appreciated. And he looked like Barry Sanders in the championship game last year when Alex had him.
3: Okay, he scored seven and a half points. <laughs> and that was without Kenneth Walker, who yeah. will return from injury and who will play. I, I, I just see Timeshare up the wazoo on this. And when he was given the chance to be the number one guy last night, he put up a big old seven points. Maybe like he a for, it looked good at home.
4: I thought imagine. he didn't he have like a twenty-yard run that was taken back on a holding call. I, I actually, at least from what I saw, I thought he, I thought he looked pretty good. I mean, we're trying to convince you that that you should like one of your players, so I, maybe not. Maybe we should send some trade offers and see if we get him off his yeah. hands. Yeah, but I also imagine the
1: day after I lost by like you know two points. I'm not going to be in love with my team, so I can respect
0: that as well. All right, six. Uh, Bob, Bobby. Uh, uh yeah, it looks like Bob's another. No, I'm gonna say uh, Kelly.
4: Oh, Derek, you had it once again. Bobby drafts
0: the anti-Steve team, guys. I would never want on my team. To basically, constitute Bob's team. What's you guys' take on Joe Mixon? I just I'm not, I had him one year. I'm never living that life
1: again.
3: I think you're wrong with that. I had the same outlook uh, until I traded for him in your league last year. I gave up Swift for Mixon, and Mixon did better than Swift for the rest of the season. And I've got him in your league again, and he did great. I got 18 points week <laughs> one, like. I don't know what it is. I have that feeling too, but I forced myself to draft him and I've never been displeased with it.
4: And I I've, I've had Mixon now forever in uh, our other keeper league and I've now at least seen two very good seasons from him. Um I do I did I do think I did try to block out uh one or two of those seasons when I had him, but uh, it's enough for me to to
0: believe in him right now.
3: Yeah, I, I see what you're saying though, Steve. Like, I don't like Brady. Uh, he did really well in our league last year, but, I mean, they won, they, they crushed the Cowboys and he scored 20 points. Like, um, Mike Williams, we already talked about Antonio Gibson. We already talked about even though he scored well, you know, he, he scored good points and he won his game, but, um, yeah, it's just the, he's got Alan Robinson on his bench. He did not do well. Um, I don't know. You're right. It's, it's the Joe Mixon team for you. It's, it's, it's a <laughs> yes. team you don't like every year, but scores well. So yeah, he's got a system. It works. I
1: do like Tyreek Hill. I didn't have a problem with him going to Miami, but the rest of it, man, but he knows what he's doing. All right. So now we're getting into the
0: teams that Steve's predicting for the playoffs, at least at this point. Who is five? Stick with Kelly. Uh, get Carly. I'm going to say Carly too. You are all wrong. Nice. You? No. Um, I'll go with Matt then. Yeah, I'll say Matt. I said you. Oh, sorry. Uh <laughs> The other,
1: uh, Derek and Lucas, you have it. Matt hit place after, um,
0: uh, and you guys talked about it. There's some really good players on this team. Actually, there's two good players on this team. <laughs>
3: no, I think he, I, I never really went back and and tried to figure out why, but I just, I felt he had a good draft. Um, boy, Jerry Judy looked really good last night. Um, I think he's going to really uh, good chance to be in top fifteen this year. Cooper Cup, of course, you take Cooper Cup. Yeah. Uh, Dalvin Cook. Uh, if he can stay healthy. Um Lamar I know people are hit or miss on him, but um I don't know. I, I that that should be good as well. So then it's Marquise Brown right in the in that Thursday. David Montgomery I don't like. I don't like Montgomery. Um I think he can do better there. Um oh but he moved he must have moved Marquise Brown out because he's got Keenan Allen. So he probably was in. Um so that's that's a little better. But no I I'm not a huge Montgomery fan, so.
0: Yeah, I think uh, the Keenan Allen injury really hurt, but yeah. If Judy can be what you says he
1: can be, you think he can be, and a lot of people agree with you, you put him, Cup, and a healthy Keenan Allen together, Dalvin Cook, Marquise Brown, Lamar Jackson just has to be like a top
0: 10 quarterback.
3: Yep. That's why I have him in my playoffs.
0: All right, four. Carly. Carly. Say Kelly. I'm going to say Kelly. Carly. What's your reasoning behind the number four placement, Steve? It's a really good team. I'll talk I don't know if I'll get into this
1: much, but we'll go this was the hardest year for me to draft prep ever. Like they felt like they were like nine guys I really liked and everybody else just seemed like a big pile of I don't know. And Carly yeah. has two of the players I really like. So
3: that's fair. Um I would probably echo that um with her quarterback and Kelsey, right? Yeah. Um Saquon, we again we talked about him earlier. That could end up being a really good seal, um, if he keeps that up. Uh that's looking like a really good pick. Derrick Henry Uh yeah, I mean you've talked about this in years past that running backs like that just don't hold up. Maybe this is his year for not holding up. I don't know. Um I was not worried whatsoever last night with her still having DK Metcalf. Uh he's a good player, but with Wilson gone, I was not worried at all, and I didn't have to be. And I did not like the Amari Cooper pick. Um I think I probably said that during the draft when she drafted, I'm sorry. Um but i I have again this is Edwards Alaire in me. I've had him for the past couple of years when Dak was throwing to him. Now he has Jacoby Brissett. Like I just did not see that happening at all. So uh needs a little work to do on the wide receiver area. Um got Christian Kirk down there. I'd probably ride him uh until until that goes out. I'd I'd be um yeah, I, I'd put him in for Cooper right away. Probably give Metcalf another week or two um but work on those wide receivers.
0: This thing hinges on going against the
1: grain, like I don't, I don't remember the stat anymore, but no tight end has had an, a spectacular age 33 season. The best one ever was Tony Gonzalez getting like 800 yards and like slightly less than 10 touchdowns. And if Travis Kelsey does that, I mean, that was, that doesn't return the draft capital she invested on him, but through one game, that's not how he's looking. He's looking fantastic. Saquon Barkley, like we thought old busted, but if he's not, I mean, that can be impressive. And if you really want to go against the grain in your Carly, you've got Joe Burrow as a backup. You could get, you might be able to find a haul if you're willing to trade away Justin Herbert. True. So I think now we're getting into the teams that feel like if things don't go bad, these are the teams that are going to start making a run.
3: Jason needs a quarterback. We talked about that. I agree. What's he giving up? I'll trade (laughs) him
2: Aaron Rodgers.
3: Alex needs a quarterback, too. I forgot about that.
2: Why don't we just swap quarterbacks for funsies, Jay?
0: (laughs) All right. Three. Kelly. Kelly. I'm down with that. Kelly. Sorry, guys. Steve. Wow. Steve, I swear if you don't
3: put yourself at number one, it's me. Uh, I'll say Derek, yeah.
1: <laughs> Derek, three. Does it feel like
4: we're too low on you right now? Uh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm flattered to be three. Um, I'm feeling pretty good about my team. I really like my core. I've got a couple question marks, I think. As I actually have a little bit of concerns about Eckler. Like, I know I shouldn't make much of a big deal about him having an off game, but he just had such a great season last year. I mean, he was the obvious keeper. It was like no choice there, but I, I'm just worried there's going to be uh, more than even a slight regression. I think he'll be fine. He'll have his good games, but I'm just worried that he's he's not going to do what he did for me last year. Um I really like my wide receivers, obviously love Adams. Um, Happy with Murray. He didn't have the best game, but I, I think he'll be an elite QB. A little bit concerned about Waddle. I mean, he had, um, he, he put up some points for me with a big touchdown, but he's like nowhere near the targets that Hill got. But again, just one game. Um, really like Dylan. Um, it's, it's, there's always some question marks, I think, with the Packers offense right now, but I think Dylan will be, will get his carries. He'll be the guy around the goal line. And I know you're not, you haven't been too high on Bateman, but, um, I still like him off the bench. Hoping that, uh, when Hopkins returns, he's going to be a a factor for me. Uh, I won't comment about Cam Akers and, uh, Edwards Lar. We've already discussed them. Uh, I don't want Lucas to have to relive that trauma anyway. So, uh, yeah, I think I could be a contender this year.
1: I love the team. I there's a better wide receiver trio, I don't know what it is. Um, and then you've got DeAndre Hopkins coming back in week seven. I don't think he's going to be the DeAndre Hopkins of old, but uh, he's just got to be a top four receiver for you to play his part, and I think he can certainly do that. Love this team. Yeah. The needle is moving on Eckler for me to be a little worried, but no, I don't think it's like, you know, game over mode. But, yeah. I love your team after a couple of, uh, you, you, you climbed the mountain and not good first year, got into the playoffs in year two. And now like, uh, that team that can make some noise. I just,
4: I snuck through the back door to get in the playoffs last year. I think I lost like my last three or four games and was what under 500, but yes, doesn't matter. You're in. All you got to do yeah. is get in the
3: dance. So. Welcome to our league. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> All right. Two. Kelly. Kelly. Kelly, It's Kelly, Steve.
1: It's Kelly. (laughs) I mean, there just can't be many drafts where Jonathan Taylor is available to you at three, and she did the great thing and snatched him up, and she's got – and I want to correct myself. I said uh, Carly had two of the nine players I believed in this year. It's actually your wife, Lucas, with Jamar Chase and Jonathan Taylor. I mean, that's an incredible – Argued that Chase could be the number one wide receiver. Taylor is the number one running back, and then a, just a nice complement of players around them. Minus James Conner, who I hate. But see, uh, Joe Mixon. <laughs> Stafford's arm just has to hold up. That elbow thing can't be an issue. And I think this is a this is going to be where she's living at the top of the tree this year.
3: Yeah, that would be the only player that um, I. I her quarter Stafford and Fields. Ouch. Like that uh, the rest of her team could could carry her team uh with no quarterback. Alex was talking earlier. If we took our quarterbacks out of the equation well, she might be in that situation. Um I, I I don't know. Stafford did well last season. I had some concerns after that first game and in the off season. So you're right. Uh he needs to hold up and, and she'll get in.
0: Yeah. All right, and I am number one, and we won't stay here because people don't want to hear about it. So, right, that is- No, we
4: want want to hear.
1: (laughs) Do you want us to comment?
0: It was, I think (laughs) the
1: system's rigged. It was, well, I mean, I had the high score lessons, but that, that just some things went right that aren't going to happen all year long, so. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I'd be, I'd be interested. My one question for you is, how long do you think Michael Thomas keeps that up?
0: I think he's closer to the 2019 Michael Thomas than people
1: want to give him credit for. Wasn't the 2019 Michael Thomas the one that punched someone? Or was that 2020? Uh, 2020 or 2020. Well, he didn't play in 21, so 20, I believe. Um, look, I think he's coming off a bum hamstring. He hasn't played football in two years. He got, had a rusty first half and then I literally don't think he had a catch in the first half. If he did, it was one for like five yards. And then he, when Jay, he was the reason that offense got going in the second half. So I believe I just need him to hold up physically. But that literally applies to like six of my nine starters.
0: <laughs>
1: this is the all IR team, guys. <laughs>
4: And, and I guess, you know, you did already take your uh, victory lap with Pittman Jr. earlier, so I guess we don't need to make you comment on your team too much. Uh, but I just curious, are you concerned at all about McCaffrey's just an off game? Is he a little rusty? Is there any concerns? I'm
1: not being sarcastic when I say I think the concerns went away when I saw that his best run was when they, Baker botched a snap and he had to pick up the ball and just run for his life. Like, so when Matt Rule isn't calling the play and, like, the guy can just do what he wants to do and, like, to survive, like, that's the best play of the game. So, no, I – we could take five minutes talking about the decision to keep him instead of Cooper Cup. But, yes, I'm worried about it, but I am banking on if he hits, he hits, and that's going to be an incredible one-two punch with him and Javante Williams. this. Yes.
4: I actually asked that more out of self-interest because I have McCaffrey in another league, so I just wanted your take on it. Thank you. Absolutely.
1: No, I believe. All right. We are going to move to our predictions for the week, unless anyone's got anything else. No. All right. Okay. The Jankup of the week. Number one, Steve versus number three, Derek. Alex, who do you have? Derek.
4: Derek, who do you have? Um... You had such a high number last week, so I'm going to say you're going to come down a little bit. I'm going to keep the momentum going, and I'm going to pull out the win.
3: I'm going to say Steve just to piss him off.
0: (laughs) I've got two players playing Thursday night football, so nope, bad things happen
1: to Steve on Thursday (laughs) night football, so I'm going with Derek. All right, another top-end matchup, two Kelly versus four Carly.
3: Oh, championship preview. Mm. <laughs>
0: um, I'm going to go with Kelly. I'm going to say
4: Carly because my guy Herbert is going to, uh, I think, tear up the Chiefs secondary.
0: I'm going to say Carly, too. I'm going Kelly, but I think it's going to be a good matchup. Five Matthew versus nine Cameron. Uh Matt. Same. I think I'm already back in the in
4: Cam's doghouse, so I don't think there's anything I could probably do to get out of it, so I'll say Matt too.
2: <laughs> I'll say Cam to be a contrarian. Cam
3: Cam also says Matt. Trust me. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
1: Six
0: Babe versus seven Lucas. Lucas.
3: Yeah, that was too close of a matchup last week. I'm I'm gonna pull it out this week. Can't go in a no two hole.
0: Lucas. Yep. I'm I'm going let's there save, too. I'll say
4: Lucas.
1: All right, the only clean sweep, and eight Alexander versus ten J. <laughs> <laughs> Is this is this a preview of the
0: constellation bracket? Uh, <laughs> me. I believe in Alex. Alex. Christine. Yeah. Uh,
3: I'm gonna go Jason.
0: Okay. You
2: tore, you tear my heart out. <laughs> you, you
3: you care so much.
1: All right. We ran a little long, so I will not get your recommendations of the week, but uh, keep them in mind for next week. All right. But until.
0: Next week. Good night, Gracie. Night. Yeah, he's already sleeping.